welcome to Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, a podcast presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce to help highlight, promote, and enlighten people, businesses, and community events in the Greater Belleville area. Here are your hosts, Stephen Sedlak and Eric Huber. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, hosted by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce. I'm your co-host, Stephen Selleck, along with Eric Huber. How are we, Eric? Doing well, Stephen. As we were just talking about earlier, holidays have come and gone, and we're on to 2023 now. Yep, looking forward to the summer, right? Absolutely, yeah. Once <laughs> Christmas and New Year's is over, it's like, all right, bring out the 90-degree yeah, weather. I'm ready. <laughs> warmer, warmer weather. Now we got to go through these two months of cold of January and February. So anyway, uh, we have Josh Nimmo. Um, did I pronounce that correctly, Josh? You did. Okay. Um, and it doesn't happen very often, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually try to confirm before, and yeah. I got a little too excited and started before I did today. But we have Josh Nimmo on with us today with uh, CrossFit Metro East. Josh, why don't you kind of just introduce yourself to everybody and kind of what you do and, and what CrossFit, uh, a little bit about CrossFit Metro East as well. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, and uh, a little bit uh, about myself. Um, I, I actually am from uh, the central Illinois area, moved down to the Metro East in, um, uh, gosh, 2003 um, to uh, start college and uh, played, uh, played college ball, uh, played college football for a couple of years over at McKendree University. Um, graduated from there um, with my degree in athletic training and uh, loved the area down here I'm from the Peoria area originally. And I just kind of liked, uh, I was in a small town. And uh, so, I, you know, going to Lebanon and being um, in the Metro East area where we had access to the bigger city like St. Louis and uh, just kind of fell in love with the area. Uh, I started working uh, in the fitness industry here when I was in college. And so uh, by the time I was a sophomore in college, I had clients that I was working with. And so I didn't go home on the summer times and everything else. And especially with sports and, and athletic training, I really didn't have a lot of time on the, uh, on the other end of that. And so um, I, I was down here and, and I've been, uh, you know, I was just talking to my, my mother yesterday and uh, we were talking about kind of future plans and she's like, well, you're just kind of rooted here now. And I said, yeah, you know, we've been down here for 20 years and, um, and we love the Metro East. I uh, love being uh, just outside St. Louis, love St. Louis sports. And, um, uh, but yeah, I've been in fitness all my life. Uh, my dad actually, uh, runs a gym up near Peoria and, uh, I was in the gym when I was a kid, um, knew I was going to own a gym when I was 15 years old and, um, started as a personal trainer, worked for a, a local, uh, Physical, uh, physical therapy and fitness company for about six years before I started my own place. Uh, started CrossFit in 2007, uh, and really I was just looking for another workout program after college sports, and uh, CrossFit kind of started to fill that void for me. Um, and when I when I took my my business out on its own as as a trainer, it just became the the easiest vehicle for me to utilize. Um, I loved. The idea of group fitness, um, I was still able to do uh, my personal training. I've been working with clients. You know, I have some clients that have been with me for about 15 years now. And so they've, uh, you know, I've taken them. It's a little surprising, but most of my clients uh, started with me when I was in my early 20s. And, you know, now they're all retired. And, uh, you know, I work with clients in their 70s now. And, and it's kind of funny that they, you know, decided to work with some dumb kid years ago and, and stuck with me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, we run, um, run a CrossFit gym. That's kind of our brand, 
but uh, we do group fitness, we do nutrition coaching, we do personal training, a lot of personal training. Um, but the big thing about our our gym is uh, it is it is coached led fitness uh, at at all times, and so uh, we don't have any sort of you know op- options where people just walk in and kind of do their own thing. Everything that people do with us is led by coaches and, and professionals, and and so it's a little different um, vibe than. Uh, the typical um, open gym type model. So at 15, you knew you were going to basically follow your dad's footsteps and, mm-hmm. and join your own. See, that's completely different in the insurance world. Most people, cause my father had this agency before, before I came on. I was trying to run as far away from it as they could. Right. Like everybody else in this industry that had family, they kind of stumble and fall back into it. So um, kudos to you for having that mindset at, a, at an early age and, and actually, you know, making it work and, and jumping with it. Um, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's good that we have you on here, you know, first of the year, if you will, the first podcast we'll put out for 2023 because, you know, New Year's resolutions, everybody has the great mindset at the end of the year that they're going to be cut. This is the year I'm going to do it. I'm going to be healthy this year. Um, you know, kind of talk about that. How, how, how do you view that? Because I'm sure you probably have people that join that mindset and I don't know, maybe dwindle off and you probably have some that do stick it out, but how is, how is this part of the year in your calendar? Yeah. Uh, it, I would say that, uh, we probably, because of the, the style in, in which we operate, uh, you know, you won't see us on the internet or on TV offering $10 a month or zero enrollment or anything else like that. Um, because it's just not quite our model. So our influx of clients, while it will, you know, have a little bit of an uptick in January, we actually see a higher uptick in February and March sometimes. And the reason why is because of what you're talking about. You have a lot of clients or a lot of people that want to, you know, they have this big, these big goals for their health or uh, their fitness. And so what do they do? They, they go and they, they go get a gym membership and they, for the most part, most of the time they go there with not, without a plan, without any sort of, you know, organized idea of what they're going to do. And so what happens is they show up and they start showing up and they start to try to build that habit. But about two, three, four weeks in, they get frustrated and they're like, well, I'm not seeing any changes. I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a little embarrassed and, and uncomfortable walking in the gym with these other people that look way in, in way better shape than I am. And so what ends up happening for us is we, we find that Someone went and tried it on their own, and then they realized, like, this is not working for me. I'm going to go and try to actually get some help from someone that actually knows what they're doing. And so we'll see that uptick happen in the second, you know, uh, second half of the first quarter of the year because we wind up with people that that said, hey, I, I went and tried to do this on my own. I do have these goals. I do want to pursue this. That being said, I can't do it on my own. I need your help, right? Um, so the but we will see an uptick even from our current members cuz just like you know with the services we offer our clients over the year are over the the span of the year they get it they get away from the gym during the holidays right. that 6 to 8 weeks um, that happens in November and December just pulls us away because we have other priorities right we're doing family stuff maybe more social gatherings whatever it may be and just the busyness of the end of the year even for work and and hitting right. deadlines and things like that so we will see even our current clients that may have dipped out during the holidays we'll see a definite uptick of them getting back into the gym as well. Um, and, you know, the first of the year anyways is just an exciting time in the gym. Uh, I think for the, the the typical gym goer that's been going to the gym all year long, they get a little annoyed with those, those influx of new people. And I really encourage not to because, like, you should be excited that there's more people that want to be healthy like you, right? And so 
um, it, it's just kind of an exciting time in, in our gym just because the, the buzz is, is you know, it, it's, it's a little bit higher uptick in the buzz around the gym now. Yeah, I think, um, you know, kind of just what we were just talking about with, with looking forward to summer now, you know, now that the holidays are over, looking forward to summer. And when you think about that, the main reason is because you can be active, right? You can get outside, you can do stuff, you can get your kids outside and be active instead of, you know, driving you crazy inside and the walls just keep closing in on you. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's the thing, you know, you can get in a gym, you can get do something like you're doing and get that some sort of activity um, that you normally wouldn't have. And of course, every time you do something, in my opinion, active in that, you feel better, you know, internally, uh, and seasonal depression is a real thing for a lot of people. Um, you know, and I view something of this nature, just, just being active and working out and feeling good about yourself, taking control of your health as, as a, as a huge benefit for people with those. I know my wife, that's her thing. I have to ship her off to somewhere sunny for like a weekend in the, in January, just to get her through the winter. Um, but also, you know, her going to the gym really keeps her, um, I don't say afloat, but it keeps her, her mentality, you know, at a good level. Yeah, we're, we're really big on that. Um, we actually have a, uh, one of our coaches just finished up a, a certification on mindset coaching in general. And, uh, but, you know, the, the mental game and the physical game are so interconnected. And so when we are more physically active, there's just a lot of good things that happen in our bodies to help our mental health as well. And you're absolutely right. This time of year, um, it's hard because, you know, we're, maybe we're getting up and going to work when it's kind of dark out, we're getting home. It's dark out. Like, you know, and, and that the, like, like you said, the walls kind of closing in on you. And so having an, a, an active outlet somewhere along and, and I'm a big believer in anything, right? Like I, if you want to get on your Peloton at home, do that. If you want to go uh, to the YMCA and, and do a group class, do that. If you want to come to a gym like ours, do that. Um, if you like to just get out and hike, uh, do that, whatever it may be. Uh, but the the physical active are uh, being physically active, especially in in the time we're in in the season, is extremely important to our me- mental health. And then the other thing that I always encourage for our clients and and the like is like when it is nice outside, like it's going to be 50 today and sunny. Get outside, get outside for a walk, get outside. And walking is one of the best things that we can do for exercise um, and our mental health because it helps you to even work on processing some of that mental stuff going on. So. Um, so you're absolutely right. Having that physical, uh, a physical activity outlet is huge. Josh, I want to go back, uh, you know, being a former athlete myself too, you know, you mentioned how, you know, you kind of fell in love with, with CrossFit after McKendry. Uh, what is it about, you know, for myself, it, it took a while to, to find something again outside of sports, like what you love, a workout group you like, uh, so on and so forth. So, what is it specifically about the CrossFit that, you know, maybe is very similar to the sports world that you had in McKendry or, or why was CrossFit just a, a good fit for you or, or feel like for your clients? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, for me, it was probably, it's probably a different answer than for my clients. And so for me and, and the season I was in then, uh, what CrossFit did for me is it, uh, it gave me a type of workout that I was still doing a lot of the same exercises. I, was doing in maybe my, my football training or my strength conditioning side of things. So, you know, doing the Olympic lifts or doing, you know, box jumps and stuff like, you know, so it kept me active in that athletic style type workout. But then the other piece of it came when I was starting to do CrossFit the sport as a competitive sport. So it actually kept me competitive for really into my, my late twenties, early thirties, um, as a sport. Now, 
back then that was kind of my answer. And that's why that scratched that itch for me. And then the other thing about the group atmosphere, I think for, for athletes that are coming out of team sports, especially you're very used to like working through practices together, doing sprints at the end of the practice and everybody hates the coach. And you got to, you know, like, you're like, gosh, man, you know, and, uh, you know, somebody's over in the corner throwing up in the trash can and that's not, not what we do here, but what, but having that team camaraderie of the group setting was very, uh, it, it was a, it was a connecting experience for me coming from team sports like football or baseball. Um, and so, you know, that was kind of why CrossFit, you know, really checked those boxes for me. Uh, for my clients, the reason I wanted to utilize CrossFit methodologies and principles for my clients is the whole idea of CrossFit is that, um, your needs, my needs, my grandmother's needs, your grandmother's needs, they don't, they don't vary by what type of needs we have, but in the scale of what they are, right? So all of us need to be able to get up and down off the ground, uh, but th to what scale? Well, if your grandmother falls, she needs to be able to get up off the ground, you know, potentially to call an ambulance if she's hurt, right? Or, um, or if, if I get down on the ground, it might be just getting down to play with my kids and get back up, right? Um, but so doing things that are functional are key ingredients. And so what we call like our mission with what we do is like, we want to help our people live better lives outside of our gym by what they do inside of our gym by improving their health and wellness. Right. And so the, the exercises that we do, the type of workouts that we do mirror very much those functional activities that we do every day outside of our lives. And so that's why I've maintained CrossFit as a, as a key methodology in what we do in our, in our programming, whether that's for clients that are 10 or 11 or clients that are, you know, going on 80 now. You see kind of going on that, you know, the aspect of, you know, there's, there's so many college athletes that, you know, very few move on into the realm of, of continuing on. So there is that, you know, gap of what they were used to. Do you see a lot that, you know, like you said, the reason why you did, do you see a lot of other ones, whether it be, that come and, and work out with you or other CrossFit gym owners that were kind of in that same space? Yeah. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a common transition, um, for, for college, uh, athletes or, or high level athletes at any level, um, to roll into something like CrossFit. Um, and again, like I mentioned, just even have that team team aspect of a group workout. And then also, you know, most of us athletes, uh, if we played at any level at all, you know, of, you know, whether a high level in high school, college, whatever else, like the, the toughness of workouts, like the difficulty of workouts, whether that be in any sport that we were in, um, we kind of like that, like it, that, that kind of gr physical grit that we go through in those workouts, we kind of enjoy that. So I think that that has always been something that you get a college athlete in here and they're like, Oh my gosh, I love this stuff. Now, um, we probably, uh, there's probably certain gyms that speak that language even better than we do. Maybe they have, you know, although I was very competitive in CrossFit years ago, uh, that's not something that I continue to do. Um, and it's not something that we really continue to preach. We have some clients that enjoy the sport of CrossFit. And so we're able to train them for that. But, you know, there's other gyms that do that way, you know, way more aggressively than we do. And so that might, you know, I think it, you have to find the right fit for that college athlete. But, yeah, we see it a lot. You know, and I guess on that point as well, too, what, you know, for, for people that aren't familiar with, with CrossFit and, and the, you know, what CrossFit does and how they kind of get into that a little bit, if you don't mind. Sure. 
Yeah. So the, the, the general explanation of CrossFit when it comes to like the definition of, of what it is, is, um, it's, it's training what we call general physical preparedness, um, or GPP in the, in the strength conditioning world. Uh, and they, they do that by, um, high intensity or I'm sorry, you know, constantly varied functional movement performed at a high intensity. Right. Um, now the, the caveats to that definition would be, um, constant variability means that like, well, just like the things that we do every day kind of change up, um, constant variability means that we are always changing the stimulus in which we're challenging the body. Um, but there's always a method to the madness there. Um, the functional movement, as I mentioned before, as I referenced before, is that functional movement means that like these are activities, um, usually multi-joint activities, um, usually free weight and, and body weight based activities that relate to everything that we do in our everyday life. Um, whether that's pushing the grocery cart, carrying the, um, carrying the laundry up the stairs, you know, picking up the kids and walking with them, whatever it may be. Um, and then performed at what I would call relative high intensity. So what that means is the intensity is always scalable to the individual. So, uh, I want you to work out at your intensity, Eric. I want you to work out at your intensity. I'm going to work out at my intensity. We could all be doing a very similar workout, um, and scaled to each one of our needs. Uh, but we're working at a high enough intensity level to stimulate a response in the body. Um, and that changes with every workout. So if it's a strength day, it's usually a lower intensity, right? Because, you know, maybe we're moving a little slower in the gym. If it's more of a higher intensity day and maybe we're doing some some rowing on our rowing machines and doing some box step-ups or uh, maybe we're doing some, some presses overhead with some dumbbells, uh, we even change the implements up all the time. So nothing that we uh, that we do in our gym ever stays the same because a lot of the stuff that we're doing outside of the gym doesn't stay the same. And I think too, with that, you kind of mentioned it with variations kind of at your own pace, obviously everyone's at kind of a different level, you know, for, for those individuals that you say, okay, 2023 is my year. I'm going to start. You, you go work out for a month, two months at a, at a gym and you're like, this doesn't work out. So they walk into your place, you know, someone who may not have that CrossFit level, I would assume that you guys have modifications, variations, body weight versus no weight. Cause you know, I'm sure some people look at CrossFit, you know, videos that are out there of, of the elite, you know, and they're throwing their whole bodies over a bar and doing everything impossible. So, you know, I'm assuming obviously that you guys have some variations for that, you know, level one type of person too. Oh, absolutely. We, so a little bit of, of, you know, quick hit on what our intake process is with any of our clients. So um, we're not the easiest gym to join and not because it's something that we don't want you to join, but we have a kind of a set process in the way we on-ramp somebody into our gym. And it's because we are so adamant that we provide somebody a great experience um, and that they get exactly what they need. So one thing, you know, as I mentioned, like we do personal training, we do nutrition coaching, we do group CrossFit. We actually have a 55 and older program. It's called our legends program. It just turned a year old. Um, it's one of the coolest programs we have at our gym. Um, but we truly have answers for our clients that, you know, my, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. I was like, we literally have a program in our gym now that our clients will never have to leave our gym. They can work with us for life because they have this 55 and older program that has people in their eighties in it. And they're, I mean, they're doing great things and they're, they're getting, they're getting stronger. They're getting more functional. I get stopped, you know, all the time that they're like, Oh man, thank you so much for this program. I don't even do anything with this program. Like I got other coaches that are taking care of like, you're welcome for providing the gym, you know? Uh, but we, 
we will, uh, the first thing we do with anybody that comes into our gym is we sit down with them and we call it a, it's a free consult. We call it a no sweat intro. And the piece there is we sit down, we talk about what their goals are. We talk about what their whys are. Why, why do you want to accomplish those goals? It's super important to us. We want to know your pain points. We want to know how we can help. We want to know what your medical history is like, your exercise history is like. And then we really sit down and say, okay, you know, would you like to do this in a group setting or would you like to do this in a one-on-one -on -one setting? Um, and based on what they want to do, they might go into one-on-one -on -one training only. They might go into the group training. But even if they go into a group training, we have a required six sessions that they go through one-on-one -on -one with a coach so that we can figure out and tailor all the modifications. Like you mentioned, Eric, like, yeah, we've got tons of modifications. But your modifications are going to be different than mine, be different than my mom's, whatever else. And so we really want to go step-by-step -step through a process with them so that we can evaluate how they move, evaluate where their fitness level is at. So even if they're going to go to a group class that they might have five or six other people with them and one coach modifying and adjusting for them, that coach already knows kind of where they're starting from so that we can continue to modify and adjust. And the big thing for us is, is that we don't, we don't need, I was telling a client of mine the other day, we're not your quick fix gym. Okay. I'm not going to tell you, you can walk in here and you're going to lose 30 pounds in the next 30 days. It's just not going to happen. But I want to help you live a better life over the next five years. And I want to keep you here. And so we can continue to kind of chip away and make you as healthy as possible, but do it in a safe way. Um, and so, yeah, modifications, adjustments, all of that is, is extremely important to what we do. You know, that kind of seems like it's, it's, it's twofold and, and beneficial for both you and the client. The way I see it is, you know, because yeah. one, you, you want to make sure that, that your new clients are, are getting, you know, the best bang for their buck, I guess, if you will, or getting the benefit out of it, but also for you guys to make sure that, that I don't want to say weeding people out, because that's not what I'm, I'm trying to say here, but um, making sure that <clears throat> they feel comfortable in, in what they're doing. And again, because you said, you know, people can go to the gym and uh, not see the results and get burnt out and, you know, fade away and, and, you know, put it on the shelf till next year. Yeah, it's extremely important to us. And, and you know, we we track a lot of metrics in our in our gym and it's thanks to you know the the mentors that i have and um but one of the things that we track is what we call our length of engagement with our clients and um our length of engagement the average the average gym goer um based on like most most recent in, um most re most recent research is going to be at the is going to stay with a gym for about 7 to 8 months um now if the most of the best gyms that would do it would have an average stay stay for about 14 to 18 months. Our average, and that's pretty good, right? Um, but our average length of engagement for our clients is three years. So that means that the average person will stay with us for three years. Well, gosh darn it, if I have somebody for three years, I believe I can change their life. Now, we have clients that have been with us for 10 years, um, but we also have clients that have been with us for 10 minutes. And so that obviously skews the average a little bit. But um, that's huge for us. And we track that. And so the better we make, but the thing that will make or break you is the first 90 days with that client. If they have a great experience in their first 90 days, you're going to keep them for probably the first year. But if they have a terrible first experience in the first 90 days, even if they stay with you for a year, because maybe they sign a year contract, they're never going to show up. And if they don't show up, we can't change their life. And, and so that's something that we're adamant about. And so that intake process is huge for us. Their first 90 days is extremely important with us. And then one of the things that we didn't do years ago, but we do now with all of our clients, um, is that we meet with our clients on a quarterly basis. So every client has what we call a client success coach. And that coach will meet with them every 90 days in the process. 
And as the as they reach goals or miss on goals or something like that, we make changes to the process. We make changes to the program. Um, and that's how we really keep our clients for a long-term period too. You know, one thing I want to touch on real quick, you, you started this in 2010, correct? Yeah. So we started our affiliate in 2010. I was still working for another company at the time. And then 2012, sure. I started my own place. Okay. So you're, you're, so you're, you're over you're 10 years now. And, you know, what do you, what do you attribute your success to and your sustainability uh, over that period of time? Now, I know one thing I do want to hit on, you, you mentioned earlier is that, you know, you, you have a mentor that, that you've worked with, because I think that's always vital in businesses that um, when I see businesses that fail for somebody that's going on their own, they don't necessarily have that. Um, I mean, kind of how, again, how, how have you been able to sustain it? How have you been able to grow and, and uh, how has your mentor aspect really worked out for you? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. And uh, I got zero problem talking about how dumb I was back in the day. So um, I'm still learning now. So, but the, uh, so first of all, I would say that one thing that's kept me uh, in business as long as I have is I'm just downright stubborn um, and I refuse to lose. So that's, that's one thing that's super important is as a, as a business owner, just being a business owner in general, like just being committed to sticking around is, is an extremely important thing. But um, as I mentioned, uh, the things I did when I, I was a great trainer when I opened my gym, I was not a great business owner. And so um, I made mistakes for the first probably five, six years. I'm still making mistakes, but we hope that I've, you know, we're making smaller ones. But, uh, you know, I, I made a ton of mistakes learning how to become an actual business owner, not just a great trainer. And so that took a while. Um, and then in 2016, I really um, I started to make kind of a shift in in my personal life, in my professional life. And one thing that was really important to me is I I started to really try to be a better businessman and 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 learn how to how to grow my business effectively, how to get myself out of coaching all the time so that I can work on my business, um, not just you know spending the hours training clients and then saying, well, I don't have time to handle the taxes and I don't have time to do the payroll, I don't have time to do this, like, and it all gets behind. Um, and then in 2019, I actually, I did, I did everything that I could on my own from without a mentor to improve my business. And I got to a point in 2019. Um, and again, I've been doing this a long time. All my buddies in St. Louis, all own gyms in St. Louis. And I got to a point where everybody was calling me when they had a problem, but I had no one to call. Like I couldn't call somebody else. I did. I, and it just was, it's very lonely sometimes. And you're trying to make decisions. You're trying to make the right decisions, but you don't. You, you don't. You don't have anybody to bounce that off of. And so, um, I met with a mentorship company. Um, Two Brain Business is the company. Uh, they mentor a lot of other businesses too, but their primary focus is gyms. Um, they mentor. They are the largest gym mentorship company in the world. Um, and when I joined them, I truly had a coach to work with me on every step in my business. Um, and I met with them on a monthly basis. Worked on calls with them. Uh, my mentor was actually in Canada at the time. Uh, my current mentor that I work with is in Idaho. Um, but the the benefit of having that mentor um, completely changed the way I did business. It allowed me to add standard operating procedures and processes. We have a ge general manager now. I coach no group CrossFit classes unless I want to. I only work with my PT clients. Um, and now I've even moved into a, a kind of an upper echelon um, part of this mentorship to work on me as the, as more of a uh, entrepreneur. Um, so I can continue to progress our business in, in other ways while my GM is now being mentored by the gym mentorship people. Um, and so it's, I can't stress it enough, having a coach, having 
and just having someone to talk to as a business owner, um, to get, to have a non, you know, someone from outside looking in and going, you're messing this up. You need to fix this. And only be, and they're not invested in anything other than helping us grow and helping us do a better job. Um, and, and just having, but me not, me losing my ego to think I knew everything and to sit back and go, I don't know everything. And I need the right people, you know, in my corner that do know things better than I do. And just being willing to, to grow in that way. Uh, and I'm continuing to, to work on that. So. Well, I think that's important. I mean, that was a great question, Stephen, because I mean, Stephen being a business owner, I mean, I'm not a business owner, but still myself, I mean, you, people out there that are listening as well, I mean, they would have to agree that you have to invest in yourself. You got to, you got to have that person to lean on, uh, for that advice, for that help. Uh, most people will tell you no one really takes that next step unless you have that mentor or you have someone else that you can lean on, get the advice and, and, uh, kudos to you for investing in yourself, uh, to help the business. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And I mean, it, it is an investment. And I think that's what we're talking about here, though, even with like when we talk to people about investing in their health and, you know, hey, gym memberships are, aren't cheap. Getting a coach is not cheap. Um, and I, I'm spending, you know, the same kind of money on on that for my own coaching, um, you know, it's just in a different way um, so that I can keep my doors open so everybody can keep coming. So, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and, and go back to what you're saying about how, you know, before you had the mentorship and it can be lonely, um, you, you know, I, I think every business owner at some point will agree with that and understand it because there's so many times you're second guessing yourself. There's so many times you're, you're wondering if you're going on the right path, if you're doing this right and all that. And, and your mind can go, you know, a hundred miles an hour, nonstop for a period of time. Um, and again, if once you have that, that person to, to pick up the phone and call, it can put a stop to that because you can drive yourself crazy sometimes, yeah. you know, running your own business, getting it started or, trying to take it to a different level. So again, I, I agree with Eric. Kudos to you for, for realizing that and understanding um, that again, you're doing what you preach, right? You're, you're preaching to your, to, to your prospects and your clients that you're investing yourself and, and you're doing the exact same thing. So again, kudos to you on that. Well, I, I appreciate it guys. And yeah, Steven, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm sure you, I sure you get that. It's like the, you know, the roller coaster thing. My wife is, and my wife's got like a front row seat. Yeah. <laughs> just watching me go. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, and I mean, that still happens even with, yeah. you know, mentorship, but for someone to be able to talk you off that ledge is, is extremely important. Yeah. There's a lot of ups and there's a lot of downs and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not a ride for the, the, the weak stomachs out there. No, you know? not at all. So, well, hey, look, we're, we're about 30 minutes here and we want to be respectful yeah. of your time. So uh, we, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, this was a, a great conversation, I believe. And, and um, hopefully, hopefully a lot of people get a lot out of it. Yeah, guys, I, I, I can't uh, thank you enough for having me on and, and let me just chat and talk a little shop with you guys. I love doing this stuff. So, so I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much. Josh, how, uh, I don't think you've mentioned it yet today. How you got a website out there that people can go yeah. visit or Facebook, social media. Yeah. Uh, we're all over the place. Uh, we, we, uh, we try to blanket everything that we do. So we've got, uh, it's CrossFit, uh, CrossFit hyphen or dash metrics.com. I think you can even go to just CrossFitMetrics.com. If you Google CrossFit Metrics, you're going to find everything that we do. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on um, Instagram at CF Metro East. Um, do a ton of, I always tell people like if, if you do nothing else, 
with your fitness, follow us on social media. We put out a ton of free content um, that can help people just to, to get started. But if you go on our website, you can click on, uh, you know, learn more or, or free intro. You click on that button and you, you can literally just come in for that, that introductory session. We can meet and chat. There's no cost to, to anything. We'll, we'll tell you in that appointment, even if we don't think it's a great fit for someone, um, no problem at all. And it's, and it's, it's completely, you know, it takes 45 minutes of your time. And, um, you know, if it works great, we have some options for you. And if not, um, we hope that we can provide you something that can benefit you out the door. So. Perfect. Well, again, thank you for joining us. Um, Eric, you got anything else? No, appreciate your time, Josh. Yeah. Hey, thanks guys. Appreciate the talk. All righty. Thank you guys. Take care. Thanks. See you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Growing Belleville Through Community Chats podcast. Please remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends and community leaders. For additional information from this podcast, please reach out to the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce.